The Ramshackle Inn, Part 2. And so for now, our story continues. Come back inside. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry, what was that? Will, how much damage did you take? Um, full damage. Um, I'm going to go directly to the hearth and stack the wood and use Firebolt to create a nice roaring fire for him to stand next to. Absolutely. Thank you. As I'm pulling Ergos up, um, I cast, or I do lay on hand six points. Okay. Thank you, Paladin. I feel, I look uh, uh, more weakened from the harsh, just cold just tearing my my strength away almost but it's it starts to uh recede i guess the pain once i step inside a house away from the fighting wind outside hey stand next to this fire you look like you're freezing exactly let us get the warm fire and rest for a minute i am chattering my teeth are chattering i have to say thank you i intend to rest for at least an hour by this fireplace okay. until he warms up. I'll say Mazira goes off to one of the rooms, finds some blankets, and brings them out for you um, to help you. Is anybody hungry? Um, I saw some supplies back there. I can make something real quick. A good idea. I'll run to the probably moldy flower um, and just combine oh, flour. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, weevils, the protein to me. I'm like, hmm, protein. Sounds good. Uh, and I'm gonna take some flour, just flour and water, and make some flatbreads, and um, like just bake them up on the fire, and just have weevil flatbreads. But it counts as a tasty meal, so anyone that <laughs> needs it gets an extra D4 of healing. <laughs> All right, Ergos, you must try sugar dumplings. Fair, it is by far the best in Icewindale. She's gonna smile and like, no, it's not true, but just like. <laughs> Yeah, I hand him a flatbread, and you can see that there's a little beetle leg, like weevil leg, sticking out of the, the tortilla. Yeah. Mazira looks at you, Silmarn, like, I don't oh. think I would notice right now. <laughs> Silmarn, do you eat the bread? It's chewy. I try not to be rude, but if you're not hungry, I don't think anyone would take offense. Okay. It's okay. They save for weeks. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, we are two for two at our extermination project <laughs> in clearing out the ramshackle inn. How's everyone doing? I think that was not a ghost though, was it? No, that was some sort of elemental creature, I believe. It's a good thing, well... I wonder why it was here though. As a, how much studying have you done? Renaissance and Sugar about... I, I go to the books and I'm, I am thinking about... You're thinking about it? Yeah. I have a uh, Yeah, if you want to roll a... <laughs> A history or um, an arcana knowledge to see what you know about water weirds. That would be I great. I can do arcana if you, I don't know how you are in history, Nassan, but I feel like yours would be more history based than mine would be. Mm, not, not feeling today. <laughs> I got day not. one. Nassan is just sitting there reading through a book of poetry. And he's just, it's been a complete hour and he's just wrapped up in this book. He's only gotten to one book and halfway through it, he's reading through the poetry and that's it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking and thinking, but then in the firelight, I see the biceps reflecting water. And it's like when the when the, the uh, Mr. Universe is all like oiled up and stuff, 
And like suddenly that's all I'm thinking about. And I'm just staring, <laughs> staring at his arms while he's like flexing, shaking from the cold. It's like water, water. <laughs> yeah. Look at dumpling. Look what I found. Huh? What? Unknowing. Yeah, I'm not. What? I'm sorry. I, this poetry here. Why? What is with all the halfling names? They are always so crude and and they sing songy. Your name, Sugar Dumpling. <laughs> but it's got a ring to it. But I found one here with your name in it. Isn't that neat? My name? I'm gonna look. Look at it. Uh, isn't that the halfling name? My dear Sugar Dumpling, you are so sweet to me. Every night and day, I think of our family. Uh, yeah. Um, well, halflings have a lot of nicknames. Ah, so it's a, a pet name. Uh, in a way, but it's what I mostly go by, so that's what I give others. Ah, fantastic. Yes, because my name is much too long for most people to pronounce. The Huckleby family often called me Ness. Halflings have a tendency to shorten things. Ah, <laughs> quite appropriate. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, but it's... interesting book of poetry that I thought you were looking for water wheel weirds. Wasn't that what you said you were going to do? Oh, yes. Um, I do not know much about the creature. It, I got distracted for a little bit. Yeah, me too. What a pair we make. <laughs> it's yeah. a good thing Silmon was here. <laughs> Silmon, the famed hunter. You have lived up to your reputation. Which does make me think, hey, Sils, have you ever uh, encountered something like this before? Uh, not not exactly like this. I've, I've certainly battled... Uh, some elementals. Hmm. Quite victorious in those battles. Of course. I don't recall ever fighting something like this. Well, I guess that mystery will just have to wait. How are you doing, Ergos? Are you feeling okay? How long has it been since we've been uh, at the fire? It's been about an hour. Yeah. Okay, so a short rest at this point. Mm -hmm. Just staring for an hour. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I've been miserable this whole time. That's just like... a long time. <laughs> just sugar dumpling. Ergos is just chewing on the bread for an hour. <laughs> it would take that long. Oh. <laughs> I go home. Can you all make me a perception check while you're what, talking? What, Nassan is Better. saying he, he is pointing up in a more serious tone at that, that moment. He does say, "I know I'm right, but there is another visitor upstairs." Feel that too. Actually, sugar, as you say, you feel that too. You actually literally feel something start tugging on the back of your hair. Hey, I'm gonna like turn, and be like, "Sills, oh, you're over there." What is it? Um, nothing. My imagination, probably. Thought I felt uh, something. I put my hand on my chest. Yeah, you feel actually two little potent spirits around. Um, and then when that kind of lights up, you just hear it, <laughs> and then they kind of fade back away, back up towards the upstairs. This, these apparitions appear to be some sort of family. There are children present. Wait. No, now they're gone. They went upstairs. I don't mind. Who's the one downstairs? 
spying things, but even I have some limits. I agree. What what we learned that a spirit usually needs to rest. Let us all agree, and I look at Ergos. If we encounter even a spectral child, we will make every attempt to put it to rest rather than vanquish it. Look into your eyes and and just give you a stern, agreeable nod. It is settled. Let us go upstairs. All right. So we are heading up the staircase. Thank you for your help, by the way. Of course. Um, I do want to ask Ergos, though. How did it feel when the spirit possessed you? Was it painful? Desperate. Like its emotions were a part of mine. You understood like it. I needed it. I guess in a way, yeah. But it was almost as if I was taken by it. Okay. Not just understand, like being it. You do see Nassan take a little bit more of a point. He walks upstairs and he sits down on the floor wherever the upstairs is and just waits. You come upstairs and there's this long hallway. Um, the banister looks down into the entryway. You're now at eye level with the chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Um, to the left and right, you see doors. And you said you just come and sit? Yep, yeah, I just sit. Wait for those spirits. I'm going to look at him sitting and go, We just took a break. Are you that weak I am, from upstairs? I have a theory. I think that if there are... Uh, Small child, spirit that pulled your hair. Perhaps I could become one with it for just a moment, long enough to know exactly what we're dealing with. If all it did to you was pull your hair, well, they don't seem to be hostile. I wouldn't trust it enough to let it into your mind, Nassan. We could learn much. I'm going to look at Sugar Dumpling, though. I, th- I, I'm going to disagree. I, th- I think. Knowledge sometimes comes with a price, and uh, though I didn't want to bring it up, uh, prime example is when you wanted to see Ariel, and we learned something, but we also lost something. Mm. Silmon, you speak words of wisdom. Thank you for staying my hand. Let us be vigilant. I'm going to look at Silmorn and just mouth, thank you. Why don't we look around? And I'm going to go, the um, doors, the hallway seems shorter on the right-hand side when we come up the stairs, so I am going to go to the first door on the right and swing it open and look inside. And peer inside, and it appears to be a standard in-room, bed, nightstand, wardrobe. Um, dusty beds are made, um, dust everywhere, and nothing jumps out at you immediately. I guess that's good. Dilmorn's gonna open the door uh, directly behind, or, or you know, adjacent to uh, Sugar, and uh, poke his head in. Hot clears. This is a larger, more um, grand room, maybe a master bedroom. Uh, for more prestigious guests. Uh, it's a double bed, um, two nightstands. The same scenario, made beds, dust over the coverlets, um, painting of a stag up above the 
the bed frame still hanging there. But actually, as you start to turn away, you notice the curtains are rustling. Masan, you feel those two little spirits um, moving all about. Yeah. I'm going to turn from my door and look at Silmar and go, Mine's clear. And see him staring into the room. I'm pointing at Silmar. Uh, I don't think mine is clear. I'm going to try to like gesture everybody over. Okay. Um, not that you all aren't a very comforting presence, but you think maybe for children, maybe I should go in and see if I can get them to come out? Speak with them. See if you can get a response. I'm going to walk gently into the room and not go too close to the curtains, but definitely mm-hmm. address them and be like, Hey, y'all playing hide and seek? <laughs> you have to find us. That's how it works. I'm going to smile and like do the thing where you walk around the room, even though you know where they're at and go, where could they be? And you just hear this incessant you, giggling the whole time. Are you under the bed? No. Are you in the closet? No. Are She's not gonna you... find us. And I'm going to gently pull the curtain back because I don't want to scare them away. No. Are you behind the curtain? And I'm gonna open. The and curtain. as you pull the curtain back, you actually see the um, see-through forms of a little boy and a little girl. Uh, half elf, black hair. The little boy's got messy hair. He looks like he's about a toddler age. The little girl, maybe nine or ten years old, has her hair tied back in ribbons. And it's like, oh, you found us! I found you. <laughs> well, that was a fun game. Now you have to go hide. Oh, okay. Are you gonna and come we'll find count. me? Okay. Yeah. Close your eyes. No, they put ten. their hands over their eyes, but they can still see through them. And I'm just going to go to the other side of the bed and just kind of crouch down behind the bed. And they get to ten, and they appear. And then they look uh, around. No cheating, they point to you, um, Nissan. And they're like, no cheating, because you're in, you know, looking at the door. You can't tell us where she is! I I do remember this game, Silmarn. I saw it before. We have to hide. All of us. Let us keep up the ruse. I mean, the game. Of course. So I, I just go into a closet. Okay. Sil- Silmar's going to take this super seriously. Uh, <laughs> <he's> gonna... <laughs> yes. This is the most serious thing that he's done. He's he's going to attempt to like, kind of like conceal himself inside, uh, I guess, this bedroom here. He's going <laughs> to dim the lights. And like, if there's lighting lit, he's going to put it out real quick and hide like in like the darkest corner uh, using his cloak to kind of like obscure him. Uh, um, should I roll for stealth? Because that's definitely what he's going for. Almost like like he is hiding from a mortal enemy. <laughs> Go he's ahead like, and roll for stealth then. <laughs> he's got like a ghillie suit on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> oh no. So, Silmar, oh, no. here's what happens. You disguise yourself perfectly. Unfortunately, Mazira remembers the instructions to stay near Silmarn. So she has come and hidden with you. 
And she is not quite hiding as well as you are hiding. Oh my god, that's perfect. She's done a very yeah. good job because she does know how to hide from horrible things, but she just doesn't have like the skill set that you have um, prepared. So while you guys are hidden together, her kind of foot is sticking out. Oh. <laughs> Ergos, where are you hiding? I if see you Zilmar. are hiding at all. Ergos, I see do like uh, go into the other room and shut the lights and stuff, whatever. And I like try to mimic him. I'm like, not like, that's a good idea. <laughs> I try to like mimic as best, not in, not like covering myself, but I go in and shut the door and I just stand still, um, right? Like behind the, the door? Right past right, the door, acting like a, uh, just holding still like a statue, like an armor set. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. And then Sugar, do you want to roll? I, no, I want to be found. You're not trying. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> hiding like you hide for a two-year-old. More performance for this. <laughs> because that's what this so, is. I am not a very good statue, though, with a two. <laughs> You're still, like, heavy breathing. <laughs> All right. Um, with a so two hear- for Aragos, a 19 for Nissan, an eight for Ilmar, Silmar, and an 11. Hey, yeah, okay. What are you, you, you going to say? No, no, no. Here's what happens. Tell me Nassan. I, I, I close the door, and the closet is very light, and I shut it, and you hear a click sound. It looks so And I wait, <laughs> smiling that I am winning the halfling game. <laughs> the little the little children come out after they count to ten a second time. Now, like anybody cheating, and the little boy doesn't say anything. Um, if anyone could see them, he just shakes his head. And he's very quiet. His face is very drawn, and he's holding on to his big sister's hand. And she leads them around, and she comes around the corner of the bed and points at you, Sugar. She's like. I found you! You found me! Job! No, we have to go find, find the, others. the others! Don't tell us! I don't know where okay, they're they come out so let's go room, find them. And they bounce out, and they come out. They um, they try to open the closet, and it doesn't open. And I go, okay, not in here. It's locked. It be locked. They walk away. What did we get? Ergos. So they, they go into Ergos's room first, and they turn around. And they're just like, you're right there! seeing you immediately <laughs> i just look at him and i go well done <laughs> <laughs> and the little girl starts clapping her hands excitedly um now let's find the others and she rushes out um and into actually she'll run down the hall into the side you guys haven't explored yet and then do a very thorough examination of all those rooms before she comes running back and goes into the room Silmarn is in and uh, points to uh, the little bit of Mazira sticking out. She goes, there's somebody there. You're so good at this game. Good job. I think we found everyone except Nassan. Um... Do you come out of hiding, Silmarn? How do you you feel about your masterful hiding being? (laughs) He's very upset, Uh, like visibly uh, (laughs) upset. And he's not going to say anything, but he looks at Mazira like, Next she, just, gonna, she actually gonna... looks really, really sad. Like, I'm so sorry. I tried my best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pat him on the arm. And be like, you'll get him next time, buddy. It's all right. Because <laughs> like, I can feel that okay. he's genuinely sad, and I'm not gonna make fun of him in this case. I'm just gonna be like, honestly, comforting. Shoulders are a little slumped. 
Yeah. We'll get them next time. Zara's just trailing very sadly behind you, feeling like she's let you down. They're just really good and at so the then... I promise. It's not you. It's not. That was a great hiding spot. <laughs> the little girl is like, Dragon Man! Where are you, Dragon Man? You know Come what we say now. when we can't find anyone? Let's say it together. You ready? You don't know. What do we say? It's an oh. it's a halfling word because this is a halfling game. So you say "ollie ollie oxen free." Can you say that? <gasps> ollie ollie ox are free. <laughs> Good I, job. When I hear that, I jump a little bit, knocking over some things off the shelf behind me, and I go to open the door. Sh Jimmy, it it's locked. Oh, Nissan. Are you in there? You found me. Help. And she looks up at you and she just goes, Are you stuck in here? I <laughs> I am. I am inside. You found me. She Someone steps back out. He's in there. Yeah. Um, he won't come out, though. I think he got locked in. And she starts giggling. I'll start I... shouldering the door as best I can. <laughs> Here goes, you might need I, to just rip it open. Don't remember, I shrug you and did I go, all get the keys. Oh, okay. Is it a, no, 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 no. Oh, oh. <laughs> like grabbing, sure. just, like takes a great sword to it, like, skewers the sawn through the door. I'm like, no, no, no. I was going to hit just a knob, but I could also kick it in. No, 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 uh, here, right. and I'm gonna fumble through the keys and like try several of them um, until I get the right one. And do find the one. Like, we yes. don't want to damage our new property. <laughs> this isn't as, as, as exciting. New property? But... <laughs> yeah, we're uh, going to take over and open the inn. Would you like that? You'd have more people to play with. You're going to come play with us every day? Yeah. Oh, but I don't think Mama's going to like that very much. This is her inn. Well, where's your Mama at? Maybe we can talk to her. The children look down at each other and they're like, I don't know. We're we're kind of hiding from her. Oh, is that why you were playing this game? Yeah, she doesn't really play with us anymore. So, and sometimes she gets in a mood, and she's not very nice. So we were we were out of her way hiding. Mm, I see. That must make you very sad. It's okay. We're still together. Hello. As, as I'm like fumbling <laughs> through all the keys, I've tried like 20 of them already. And like the last two, I finally get the right one. I go, oh. it's harder than kick it in. And twist it, <laughs> opening up the door. Just going to smile at him. Go, Good job. <laughs> First try. First try. I'm going to look back at the kids and go, um, so your, your mom gets in a mood, huh? Only sometimes. But she takes real good care of us. She protects us from the bad people. What bad Are people? you guys bad people? Oh no, bad people wouldn't play with you, would they? That's right, you're right. Oh, by the way, I've been so rude. My name is Nora, and this is my brother, Eliam. Hi, Nora. And I'm gonna look at the little boy and go, Hi, Eliam. He does not respond to you at all. He just stares on. My name's Sugar. It's so nice to meet you. The one in the closet there, that's Nissan. And then this guy here, the really tall one, uh, that one's Argos. And then this one here, Silmarn. We're 
here to help you. We want to make sure no bad people ever come to get you again. Well, that'll make her really happy. But it's okay. We're safe from the bad people now. Because Mama says they can't get us where she sent us. She said that they were going to come take us away and make us do mean things and hard work. And they weren't going to pay us. So to save us, she sent us here. Where did she send you? To here. And she, like, touches herself. My my whole person's gonna like fall as I look at Nassan and Silmarn and just like stare at them for a moment. I understand. Uh, Silmarn was gonna gesture to Mazira and uh, inquire if any of that sounds similar to maybe a drow surface raid. She's she's definitely nodding along, taking this very seriously. Daddy said they weren't gonna come because he was going to pay back all the coin. But then he said Mama got winter in her bones and she didn't believe him no more. But she said she protected us and she still protects us. Yeah, that's how mamas do. What does your father do? What is he? Oh, he runs the inn. He was probably downstairs keeping the furnace hot because, you know, that's what... You know, that's the healing part of the living waters. That's our mission. We're going to come make everything better for the people in Lonelywood. She's really excited about this. And we are here to help you. I look at Silmarn and Sugar. Should you take us to see your mother? Her face gets afraid and she's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go see her right you now. You don't have to see her. You don't have to see her. Why don't you just tell us where she's at? She's probably upstairs doing, looking at the books. She's trying to make the numbers go big. Well, why don't you guys stay down here? And uh, I'm going to take Pickles, um, who's like been just kind of trailing around, and I'm going to set Pickles in front of them and go, why don't y'all play with Pickles? This is Pickles, my little bear. Uh, <laughs> you play with him right here. You stay safe. And we're just going to go talk to your mama, okay? Okay, but don't make her mad. No, we wouldn't. And I'm gonna look um, at the little girl, at the little boy again, and then back at the girl and go, "Why doesn't your brother talk, sweetie?" He's just a little scared all the time. It's okay. I keep telling him Mama doesn't mean it. What does she do when she gets mad? She screams really loud. Excellent. That is. And she throws things, and she tells us that we're not gonna ever make it anywhere and I don't know she just gets mad she doesn't mean it it's like daddy said she got winter in her bones she was real nice before we came here you play with pickles he's a really smart bear look he knows how to sit and I'm gonna give him the the sign we've been working on for sit pickles just looks at you <laughs> I'm gonna like come on sit sit Make me an animal handling check. Oh no. <laughs> I've never, I've always wanted to ask for one of those. Uh huh. Okay, that's good enough. I gave it a very low DC, don't worry. Okay, okay. This is like uh, the yeah. only thing we've been working on so far is sit. <laughs> right. So this Pickles looks at you, um, kind of like snuffs his nose, and then he flumps down, and all of his little, like, fat rolls kind of carpet out around him. It's very cute. <laughs> Good boy. And See? He's so smart. 
the little girl, like, she giggles and, like, she tries to pat him and her hand kind of goes through him. And Pickles does not seem deter- deterred whatsoever. Yeah, it seems right. All right. Upstairs, you said? There's another upstairs? Yeah. Uh, if you go down the hall and to the right, there's the stairs that go up to the attic, and that's where our rooms are. And oh. Mama's room. All right. We'll go up there. You play with Pickles. And their their images actually fade away, but you can still hear them giggling around Pickles. Okay. Um, and you all head upstairs? Yes. As we're walking we down upstairs. the hall, I, I would turn to Sugar and go, you're good with kids. Uh, thanks. It seems like this family fell on hard times. I wonder if they're looking for some money for wealth. It sounds like they went to the wrong people for a loan. When she said winter in her bones, what did you think of that? I don't know. Um, I know sometimes people tend to get depressed or upset when winter goes on too long. I wonder if that's what happened here. I'm worried there might be some connection. Ransom, Suffolk, this theme seems to be keep coming up. Yeah, the winter's not good for anyone. As you come up the stairs, the feeling of just oppression, everything starts to crawl. Hair stands up on the back of your neck. You come up to the attic. Uh, It is a finished attic. Um, but there are, you can see, only two walled-off rooms, and everything else just looks like storage, supplies, crates, barrels, things like that. All the fixings you would need to run an inn or live your life are kind of stored up here. Trying to, like, dispel the the oppression, I'm going to look at uh, Minzera and go, Well, this will make a real nice home once it's all cleaned up, don't you think? Oh, certainly. We might want to get uh, some of the visitors out. And I'm going to just instinctively be a little bit closer to Silmarn um, and, like, not be comfortable up here at all. And, like, my soul is, like, uneasy after the conversation downstairs. Like, it's just, like, palpable. I do pull Mansiria aside and I say, that song you sang, what are the words again? How does it go? Uh, they're an Elvish. Do you speak Elvish? Ergos, come here. Look towards you and follow. I do not want you to be taken advantage of. Your mind and your body are sharp, no doubt. However, these ghosts have a way of possessing. Nazira. Speak that word again, and let me see if it affects Ergos. What I'm asking to do is to cast protection from good and evil. Yeah, she will uh, begin to sing her song. It actually changes a little bit differently as the spell is changing. Um, So she understands that you want her to protect him. And so sensing the need of the moment, um, opening her heart to the uh, divine channel, that has blessed her with magic, she begins to sing and cast 
protection from good and evil on Ergos. Feel a strange sense of comfort. Thank you. Instead of ceasing to sing, she keeps up a hum in the back of her mind. You can see that after that conversation with the children, she's very, very disturbed. Um, and she keeps kind of rubbing at her chest. Um, but she's got her game face on. By the way, Polly, I'm not sure if we do come to blows with this mother ghost. My blade won't really have much of an effect on it, I'd imagine. Well, I agree, but your blade would have much effect on us. We will rely Perfect. on each other. Ergoth hasn't really given much thought to uh, teamwork for, for his whole life, but he uh, is contemplating silently to himself, thinking about that. Uh, as Because we're not really trying to sneak, I guess, because we're talking and stuff. I'm just going to step out just a little bit and go, uh, hello? Anybody home? That same sense, Masan, that you remember when you first stepped in, that sense of get out overcomes you, um, as Sugar says that, but nothing manifests yet. I, I silently mouth, she's here. And I, I, I would like to interact just by, if there's, I imagine some furniture, cobwebs, gracing some old things. I'm just gently manipulating small music box. I see some old candelabras, mm -hmm. just inspecting them sure. while looking around the room. I'll go into this room here, the first room that we see. I'll push the door open and go inside. What is everyone else doing? I imagine Silmarn's actually gonna stick close with sugar. Uh, so okay. he's if she's not in the room or if she's in the room he's just outside by the door where are these over here uh the crates boxes okay. supplies generic stuff okay I'll scan yeah it's an attic quick. i'll scan it and move on you're staying out in the hallway then mm -hmm. uh you come up into the the smaller of the two rooms and um, you can see that this is a children's room rather than set up very prim and pristine like the rooms downstairs for the guests. Um, these beds are rumpled, they're slept in, there are toys on the floor. Um, some of them broken. There's a old porcelain doll with half her face cracked. There's a little bit of an oil lamp that's been spilled over. There's no window in this room, but the ceiling is kind of vaulted up. Like this is where the gables are that you saw outside of the building. The room is still and silent, almost too still. I walk around it, looking at the toys on the floor and pick one up and look at it and go, oh, this must be where the little ones slept. I'd like to go over and look at the beds, um, just to look. So you've gone to the beds. On the side of the nightstand on each side is a little cup. Like, you know, when you have a small child, you give them a cup of water. Mm -hmm. um, make me a... Your What's your passive wisdom? Is 11? 11. Or 10? Yeah. So make me a perception check then. Really I'm so, so good. happy wow, you 20. got that natural 20. Wow. Oh, man, that made me so happy. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you come up and you kind of look at these old cups of water and a smell catches your nose. And you're like, that's not, that's not right. And you, and you sniff it 
and it almost smells like tea, but there's something just off about it. And even after all these years, you get the sense that there wasn't just herbs in this tea that was given to the children at bedtime. My heart is gonna just like drop as um, I hold the cup and just like stare into it and like kind of shake and very gently put it back down. And um, I would like to leave this room with that. Um, walk very closely, unsettled, see Silmarn at the door and just kind of look at, up at him with like tears just starting to well up in my eyes as I, as I look at him. Let's leave this room be. Are you okay, sugar? Ah, uh, yeah. What? Quickly at my eyes. No. They were... <clears throat> they were poisoned. No. Children. Yeah. She gave him tea before bed. And put poison in. Zira's eyes are also gonna start watering and she's gonna do what you do, try to wipe away. She's like, let's... Let's do something about this. All that is happening, I heard what the children said, so I am looking around for any evidence of correspondence with people they might be in debt to. Any evidence okay. that they were connected with someone who was demanding of them. Especially yeah. considering that these children were, their mother was frightened of someone that might come hurt them. Roll me investigation. 17, wonderful. So as you step into that master bedroom, there are, um, the bed is also unmade. There are papers around. You can see that they've been burned. Um, from the scraps that you find, you can piece together there are some threatening letters. There's definitely, you get the sense that you are on the right track, that they owed money to some dangerous people. Um, you see some correspondence from Sawyer de Groots, who was the owner of the inn. Um, that the inn is doing well and we'll have your money back soon and then a response with, well, we've raised the interest rate, you actually owe this much now. Um, some very veiled threats about what might happen to the children. And as you step back, uh, one letter particularly catches your eye and I'm going to try to show it to you all here. Got a little bit of red liquid on the corners. If somebody would like to, Masan, if you would like to read that to everybody. I, wa I walk out, holding the letter. Everyone, look. It's written in common. It wasn't supposed to be like this. How could she do this to me? To her children? How could I do this to her? Oh my Lyra, what have you done? I was gonna pay back the coin. They weren't gonna take the children away. I just needed more time. Why didn't you trust me? I summoned the Guardian. It was going to protect us. How could you do it? How could you murder our babies? And now my hands are covered in blood. I can't stand this living anymore. Though I know I will wake in the fires of hell for my wicked deeds, I will follow you, my Elira. May we all find peace at last. Nissan says in his own voice, the fires. May we all find peace at last. And as you finish that word, 
standing around, um, you just hear a woman's voice and she says, what are you doing here? Turn and look and there's a spirit of an elven woman standing in the doorway, um, wearing common clothes and apron like she's just come from washing and she's just looking at you all standing in her room. I'm sorry, guests are not allowed up here. You're going to have to leave. Alira, we know what you did. The laundry? I'm sorry, the guests are not allowed up here. You're going to have to leave. We're not going anywhere. And at that, I'm going to summon fire in my hands, and I'm going to stand there, like, just outraged, looking at her. We know what you did. And you're going to pay for it. You know what I did? I didn't do anything. I saved my children. What are you talking about? You murdered them. They were going to take them away. Put them in the stock, sell them as slaves. This Soya? No, that's my idiot husband who thought that we could make a difference here. This backwater town that didn't want him or his products. This vision was never going to succeed. And it cost us our children. You want to get mad at me for what I did? What about for what my husband did when he took off my head? And with that, she is going to start to transform. Um, she kind of shrieks that out, um, and her whole beautiful elven demeanor changes to a monstrous form, decaying. Uh, I would like everyone to make me a DC 13 wisdom saving throw as this horrifying, horrifying visage overshadows the spirit. And then afterwards, we'll roll initiative. We are with you, Sugar. Um, is this, um, is this against being frightened? Yes. Okay, I have advantage then. Excellent. So would, so would Ergos. So it's just Silmarn, as this horrifying visage comes over you, you are frightened. Um, just the fear of this creature um, overcomes you. Nassan, you are first in initiative as this woman has transformed. Um, how do you respond to her horrifying shriek and accusation against her husband murdering her? And when I see the crystal form on Sugar Dumpling's eyes, I say, we are with you, Sugar Dumpling. And the reason I am not frightened is because my eyes have flashed green and the flame of fire is reeking on my breath. I cast my breath weapon as a bonus action. Yeah. She rolled a natural 20. 10 fire damage. Okay. Or five. Um, yeah, the fire comes upon her and it mostly just goes through her as as you have assessed correctly. Uh, it's not as potent as you would like. And for my action, I would like to walk up to her, unsheath my morning star, and hit her. So that is a hit. 22. Great. And when I hit, I call forth in a language that is even unknown to me, though possibly Silmarn understands it. Song of the Ancients. I deal an extra 2d8 radiant damage. Nice. Morning Star was four piercing, and then Divine Smite, nine. And another 1d8 
four undead. So another six on top of that. Yeah. Awesome. So that's 17 points of damage. Two of which were the piercing that didn't quite pierce, but that radiant divine smite just um, wreathes her in that white fire, similar to what you saw Mazira cast earlier. And the banshee doesn't wail, but she does howl. <laughs> what you sow, you shall reap. Silmarn, you're next. Silmarn's uh, trying to like notch an arrow into his bow, but he's like backing up. And kind of like. Oh, that's right. Start with a wisdom save. DC 13. Yep. So, so yeah, just slowly backing away. Um, terrified. Uh, you still can attack, it's just a disadvantage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt to shoot my longbow at it. But my hands are definitely like shaky. Ah, but with a 14 at disadvantage, you still manage to hit her with your magic arrow. <laughs> well done. Roll your damage. Eight piercing. Amazing. The arrow goes right through her where her throat uh, should be. Okay, it's my turn. Yeah, Sugar, go for it. I'm gonna look. I'm angry, like very angry at this entire situation. And uh, I'm going to step out of the doorway and I am going to um, say, just because you were in trouble, it doesn't give you the right to take their lives. And I'm going to cast at second level magic missile. And I'm going to cast all three of them at her. Yeah, roll all the damage. Two, three. Is that five each time? Yeah, Max. Wow. Oh my God. You are really angry. Yes, I was very angry. I was very angry. So that's 15 points of force damage. Uh, That is magical. Um, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Actually, uh, I create one more per level above uh, first level. So it's actually four darts because I cast it, so another three on top of that. Just for kicks, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so I cast all of those, and then I see Silmarn run, which I've never seen before, and so I'm not gonna say anything about it, but uh, I am going to make sure, I'm gonna take a few few of my movement backwards to um, stand directly in the path between this thing and him, and like try and block, block it from him as much as possible. Uh, the Banshee goes next. Um, she is looking torn apart as your missiles have torn through her her image and has not, like, come back. And she just shrieks. How dare you come into my home? A blood-curdling scream will come out. If you are within 30 feet of her, I need you to make me a 13 constitution saving throw. Yeah, I think Silmar and Sugar are good. Yeah, I backed just far enough away. You were yeah. five feet. The sun got a natural twenty. The sun. Oh, that's a twenty-two. Mm, we're gonna talk about that flavor. <laughs> you know what? Of course, you know below oh, five. Our God, up with a oh no! <laughs> oh no! Stink. Um, down. Twenty-five. Oh, Mazira's thirty feet. She's she's good. She just got out of the way. I got. Advantage though. Okay. It's 11. 
Can Nassan succeed? Oh, Nassan succeeds. Do you want to tell us how you succeed? Earlier, while I was holding the candelabra, I felt a little wax, and I heard a voice say, take a precaution, without knowing why, just following the instincts of the ancients. I stuffed my ears with this wax. As I stand there with green eyes, I face off against this creature. We are both a terrifying sight, and I do not move my station. Ergus, you have fallen to zero HP. I just say black, I black out, and I just fall limp to the ground. You see this metal, you hear this metal thud just crack against the wooden floor as the large Orgos just slams hard. Mazira sees Silmarn running for his life. She runs up to him, says an encouraging word and casts lesser restoration. Uh, Hopefully this ends the frightened condition. It will. Works for me. And Nissan, it is your turn. I will make an attack against her. Did you get a natural 20 again? I slam my morning star right into her, doing 10 piercing damage. And I would like to use my last spell slot to cast Divine Smite. Go for it. And (laughs) when you do it, tell us what it looks like, Paladin, to vanquish the spirit. Well, this is a good name for the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Very uncharacteristically for him, without taking any position of diplomacy or asking questions of motivation, with the tears and sugar dumplings eye and the sounds of Silmarn's footsteps, the memories of the children and this horrible visage, he just looks at the woman and says, you are as you appear, a murderer of children and the ancients will not tolerate it. I raise the morning star with both hands, dropping the shield to the side, and I come slamming down through her person. Light blasts in colors of green and orange and brown and white. Four colors of the four seasons light up Mm. this room. And then he turns to look at Ergos. Sugar stands Silmarn. very defiantly in the hallway and looks back at Silmarn. Um, Silmarn's gonna rush over. Uh, he's gonna like feel his courage kind of coming back to him, a uh, combination of uh, Nassan's spell and uh, like Sugar's comfort that like we're gonna be all right. Uh, so he's gonna rush over uh, to Ergos and I'm gonna cast another spell. I'm gonna use Cure Wounds. I'm gonna watch him and... perform magic and like be like smile broadly and be kind of impressed and like breathe in. Cause I love the way that healing magic smells cause I, I can't do it. And so I'm just gonna like breathe it in deeply. Mazira has come beside you, um, dropped to her knees. And as you cast your magic first and uh, you, what does it feel like to be brought back to consciousness? Well, while I was in the, the dark abyss of my own thoughts, I saw visions of my past, why I'm here, my blood in my house when I was younger, my father leaving with my sister, 
and they come out from that house into another building with adventurers, companions now, hovered over me, saving my life. And I wake, my eyes shoot up, breathe heavily, and I try to bring my, I try to uh, uh, lift my, my uh, whole torso up from my hips. I look at everybody and I go, some short sword I am, which is a meat shield. Zira is still, has her hand on your shoulder and she's singing um, and restores you 15 more hit, hit points as she lays on her hands as well. Um, purely for flavor at this point. But with your new companion still conscious and the day winding down, do you have any last remarks? I'm gonna help Ergos up and I'm gonna look at him. You know, we, yeah, like as like a cane almost like you can put a hand on my head and like push <laughs> my, up <laughs> my forearm is just like leg on your on top of your head <laughs> like you know what we actually vastly underprepared you for this situation i am i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i never seen a ghost before let alone fight one yeah well you can add it to your resume now i guess I, and you're right. Ghost fighter. Though I can't quite say I'm a, an extinguisher of ghosts yet. I need to work on that. Well, none of us will say anything. And if I know <laughs> anything about Lonelywood so far, if feel free to, what do you call it, Silmarn? Exaggerate? Not lie. Songs will be sung of your great victory <laughs> in vanquishing the demon spirits that haunted this world once charming in. And as you say that, um, a radiant light actually appears, much where you had just smited the Banshee. The elven woman stands there again with a human at her side, a male human at her side, and then the two children you know. They are all wreathed in a golden light. The man steps forward and says, Thank you for lifting winter from our blood. They look at each other, the family smiles one together, and they fade away, and that oppression of spiritual energy has left the inn for good. Every story comes to an ending, so for now, we must conclude. Thank you for listening, Sojourners. Your attention will not go unrewarded, and we look forward continuing this adventure. If you enjoyed this background music and ambiance, you should visit Tabletop Audio. You can find them at www.tabletopaudio.com. For more articles on giving your Dungeons & Dragons games advantage, please go visit Halfling Hobbies. You can find them creating all kinds of content for you as a Dungeon Master. Visit www.halflinghobbies.com. And make sure to check out the YouTube video, How to Finish a Campaign, Five Ways to Spice It Up by Halfling Hobbies. And as always, Sojourner, may your story continue.